one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. What do you do when interacting with your own mother just makes you feel bad? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my mother-in-law photoshopped my husband's nose on our wedding pictures. How do I tell him? I, 27-year-old female, have been with my husband, 29-year-old male, for seven years. I remember that early in our relationship, one of the first things he expressed insecurity about was his nose, specifically about its width. He never wanted surgery, but thinks his nose is too big for his face. I never thought that true, and for a long time, I wondered where he'd gotten that idea from. Then I met his mother, and all my doubts went out the window. I don't hate her, but the woman complains about everything, and she seems particularly interested in criticizing her sons. Barely anything about my husband or his older brother is good enough for her, and if it is, she is quick to imply they don't deserve it. According to my brother-in-law, that behavior didn't start until father-in-law passed, about eight years ago, so they don't usually hold it against her. But to me, it seems like she legitimately doesn't want her children to be happy. Most times we talk to her, my husband ends up devastated. She constantly complains about me, his job, our apartment, and his appearance. She has on more than one occasion suggested he get a nose job. That tends to upset him, so I always try to shut that down as quickly as possible. We got married in early May. The photos were ready about two months later, and we created a shared album on Google Photos for our friends and family, including mother-in-law. I got pregnant during our honeymoon, can't recommend Dubrovnik enough, and I'm now 24 weeks along. We've had problems with mother-in-law concerning my pregnancy. We're having a boy and she had a breakdown because she wanted a girl that forced us to put her on an info diet. That was two months ago, and she has since improved her behavior. Because of that, we said yes when she invited us to go to a mall near her place to shop for baby clothes last Saturday. My husband had an emergency at work and ended up not coming, but we still managed to have a good time. When we were done, she invited me back to her place. I hadn't been there in a while, and I quickly saw that she'd gotten some of our wedding pictures up on the wall. I instantly noticed something was wrong with them, but I couldn't pinpoint what it was yet. Mother-in-law saw what I was looking at and proudly announced that she'd gotten someone to fix his nose. In other words, she gave her son a Photoshop nose job on his wedding pictures. I couldn't believe it. I thought she would never stoop so low. It wasn't even a good nose job. It was so bad that my husband's face didn't look real. He looked like a Ken doll and not in the hot Ryan Gosling way. Mother-in-law must have seen how mad I got because she instantly tried to defend herself. She tried to make the point that her son deserved to look his best on his wedding day, and I should have convinced him to get the real nose job before our ceremony. I made up an excuse to leave, but I could tell she knew the real reason. She's been calling and texting me almost every day since. I've been ignoring her, but she's always either apologizing, accusing me of overreacting, or begging me not to tell my husband. I know it seems trivial, but I'm outraged, and the more I think about it, the more disgusted I get. I could never imagine doing something like that to my child. I haven't told my husband yet, mostly because we've both been busy with work this week, but also because I have no idea how to. 
His mother was finally starting to be a better person around him and his brother, and I know it will break his heart to find out about this. I don't know what to do. I have to tell him, but I can't figure out how. I know he loves his mother, and I don't want to damage whatever relationship they still have. Mother-in-law also mentioned she intended to send the improved pictures to some of her relatives, so I have to find a way to shut that down. So how can I tell my husband his mother photoshopped his face on our wedding pictures? More importantly, what would be the most peaceful way to do it? Correct me if you guys think I'm wrong, but am I wrong in saying that OP's going about this way too gingerly in the sense that they're trying to find the most diplomatic way to solve something that in all purposes is not a diplomatic thing to solve? Is there some kind of combination of words that would enable OP to deliver this to their husband that wouldn't hurt them? Or say things to the mom that wouldn't cause some kind of outrage or further fights? I mean, OP could try. They could address their mom and say, this is incredibly hurtful. It's beyond a line that you could even imagine. You could offer an olive branch, tell her to take those down, delete the photos, and act like it never happened. Otherwise, I don't see how else this is not going to be a train wreck. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of these stories about entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, My Entitled Father Doesn't Love Me. For those who checked my, 37-year-old female, profile in history, my parents do not know I'm on prescribed pain medication. They only know that my ex was an addict and abused me. I am trying to deal with it. However, quitting seems impossible right now. I think if I told my father I take pain medication, he'd kill me. I've recently relocated and went back to my home country in order to escape my ex in the environment I was in. Initially, my parents were very supportive. It was their idea for me to come back. They said they'll help me and support me through till I find a job and a flat. I've been living with my parents for a month and a half and I'm relocating to Warsaw in two weeks as I found a job. My relationship with my parents was always difficult. My father used to be abusive when we were young and he drank. Nowadays, he doesn't drink and doesn't beat us, but it's still verbally abusive. When I arrived, things were fine, but slowly my father started to show his true colors. He calls me a disappointment. He says he doesn't trust me, that I'm a loser and a fool. He says he's not proud of me and that he should have made decisions about my life. He shouts at me, swears, and makes me cry every day. He says that I know nothing and I'm inexperienced. I speak three languages, moved countries three times, and that he knows everything best and he'll be making all decisions for me. He doesn't listen to anything and then is furious that we don't include him in any decisions. My dad doesn't speak any languages. He only lived in one place his entire life and had one job in the chemical factory, yet he acts like he knows everything about anything. I was always scared of my father because when I failed when I was young, I would get beat up. When I asked him for help to do my homework, he'd call me stupid and shouted at me for not knowing how to solve the question. He used to beat up my mom, change their bank account settings and remove her from it. He always had to fully control our lives. When we grew up from the clothes or shoes, he'd force us to wear two small clothes. He was always very angry and very selfish. He never showed us any love or care. He never says, I love you, I'm proud of you, or even sorry or thank you. When I was a baby and cried a lot, he'd beat my mom over that. My mom complained about my father to me day and night. She's unhappy, yet she doesn't want to divorce him. She doesn't defend anyone and stands by him as she's scared and avoids fighting. I've considered ending things for months. I thought my mood improved after coming back, but I haven't felt any better. I take medication and they help, but hearing every day that I'm a human garbage and a disappointment makes me want to die. 
When I was 18, I got pregnant and my dad made my life a living heck. One day after a big fight, I took a whole pack of tramadol and almost, you know what. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The baby survived, but the heart stopped beating after four months. I guess the baby didn't want to come out to this family. I'm considering cutting contact with my father, but this means I won't be able to see my mom very often. I'm also dependent financially upon them till I get my first pay. Today, my father and I had a massive fight and I've been thinking about ending things. I don't know what to do anymore. I'm lost. It sounds to me like OP's at least to some degree working towards the steps they need to take to get away from these people. They are financially dependent on them right now, but OP said themselves, till they get their first pay. Even if you have to go out there and get two jobs or three part-time jobs or something in order to get away from this nightmare of a living scenario, it's much more worth doing that and floating on your own than finding yourself believing that the only way forward is being dependent on these people. I think it would take a lot of work and it's not easy, but I think OP still has more than enough to turn this around. Our next story is harassed by my mother and her family. I'm 24, about to turn 25, and I recently lost my father to COVID-19 in 2021. He used to work in a public sector company and left us with his wealth and a job opportunity for me, which was bestowed via a government policy to give a job to the wards of the deceased. I'm an architecture student and during my first year fell in love with my batchmate with whom I started an e-commerce apparel brand. We've been together for the past five years and dream of growing old together with the wealth around us and working all day, every day together to attain that level of success. My mother wanted me to do the job at the government organization. I earned 10 times more than what that job would give me from the business. She threatened me that I would have to leave the house if I do not take the job. She hates my girlfriend just because she thinks my relationship would not work out, same as my parents' relationship was in shambles. I tried my best to offer her more monthly money than the job could give through my business so that she can make use of it, even though my father has left multiple physical and digital assets with a very healthy monthly pension. I tried to please her to accept the business that I do, which is an apparel brand, but she abused me every time I tried to talk to her. She abused me, my personality, and even used words like, This is a lower class work which you do, which is we make tote bags and have seamsters with us to do the same, and people like us would not even spit on you. Since the past 8 months, I was being abused and harassed every 3 days. I tried crediting her bank account with money, and the next day she only abused me of doing a degrading work. She even packed my bag once to kick me out, but I tried persuading her that I would not leave the responsibility my father has left upon me of my mother and sister, who's 18. I was forced to take up the job, and finally awakened to the harassment that I was going through. For what? For a job? Which didn't even cater to my bachelor's degree? Even when I'm earning handsome money from my business? 
I took my stand and refused to take the job for which I was kicked out of the house. I slept a night in my office and the other day was called back by my sister since she was very upset and was crying the whole day. A week went by after that incident and one day we get a call that my mother, my sister, my mother's brother, uncle, and my aunt, mother's sister, all came down my business office space to confront me and my girlfriend. They had an argument with my girlfriend's father too since they first reached his shop. My girlfriend's father owns a shop. What they did was they took screenshots of chats between me and my girlfriend wherein we were discussing about the harassment and toxicity that I've been going through, and my uncle took screenshots from my laptop WhatsApp app since I left the laptop at home that day. They printed it, underlined unnecessary points just to harass us and why did I talk about the toxicity I was going through to my girlfriend, who was the only person supporting me during that time. My uncle abused me with the worst abusive words in the office in front of our employees that you could ever imagine, and also harassed my girlfriend of leaking our chats and pics and bringing in men who would stick those leaked images as banners on poles. We didn't know what pics because we never share any compromising pics. My mother did the same and even kept pushing me and slapping me, abusing me and my girlfriend. He even brought a van of goons or media people, since he works in media, just to threaten us and claims has removed me from my parents' property. My family still thinks I've done wrong and are calling to abuse me and my girlfriend. Even my sister, who's seven years younger to me, abused me in the office just because in one of the chats, my girlfriend told me to tell my sister not to indulge in such deeds and prepare to go for a college, or else Indian society forces a girl to marry. All of them twisted the chat and just wanted to bring us down. My uncle intentionally brought the chats wherein we discussed to leave the job after such toxicity, and not the chats before that where my girlfriend is persuading me to take the job, so that everything remains calm. The man even tried coming on to my girlfriend. Finally, I want to ask you guys, what have I done wrong? Loving a girl who I see as my future wife, and running a successful business with her? Refusing a low-paying 9-to-5 job to pursue my dreams? Discussing my mental health condition and the mental abuse of my mother with the only person in my life who I can share this with? Is this what my crime is? Even after all of this, I tried going back to the house. It's been 20 days since I was kicked out, and my mother and sister do not want me there. They're spreading the narrative in their family and friends that I left the house because of an affair with a girl. Even when I have video recordings, CCTV footage of the sheer harassment of them threatening to beat me, even if I try coming back to my house, what shall I do? Cut all ties since I've tried my level best to keep the relationship? Or keep persuading them to accept me? Now, I don't know in the places OP lives if there are any resources they can use to keep them away, like the equivalent of a restraining order. And culturally, I understand that it's probably pretty different in the public general's opinion on how families should operate or can operate. But OP clearly needs to let all of these people go. Make sure you solidify and have control over what inheritance and assets are yours. Have that all locked down, cut them all off, and live your life with your dream girl running your dream business. Be happy. Don't let those other people drag you down. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Insists I'm a Predator at the Pool, All Because I'm Homeless. Good morning or evening to whomever may read. I wish I hadn't acquired this story. This took place earlier today. Before I get into it, I should let you know that I'm a homeless vagabond or transient, as some would like to say. All you need to know is that I live in the woods because of circumstances. I'm trying to fix that, and I guess it's important to the story. 
There's an indoor public pool not far from me. It's open from 9am to 1pm, Monday through Friday for adult swim. It costs $2 and they have showers inside. I go every day to have a shower and get cleaned up, smelling fresh. I don't want to be a dirty hobo. I don't go swimming, I just shower and go on my way. Honestly, it's the cheapest and closest option. I had been walking 90 minutes to a truck stop, but that was $5. As I said, I go every day. Unfortunately, someone took notice. Her name is Karen. I walked through the entrance, paid my $2, and went to the men's locker room. I had my shower, got all sparkly clean, got changed, and walked out of the changing room to start my day. And that's when I met Karen standing outside the door, hands on her hips. She was waiting for me. I guess she had noticed me coming in and leaving every day without swimming, or maybe it was the big scraggly beard. She had me pegged as homeless. I don't know, I didn't think it was something I screamed of. The first thing out of Karen's mouth as she stared daggers at me was, You don't belong here. I wasn't paying much attention, so I politely asked, Sorry lady, what was that? She said, You can't be here. It's a safety risk. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I replied, I know how to swim. Karen exclaimed that it's not safe for her kids, that she can't allow predators around her kids. She didn't use the word predator, she used the hard P word. I got a bit upset. I didn't yell, just got snarky. I said, lady, there ain't no kids here. I come in the morning when it's just us old folks. I come for a shower, I pay my $2, and if you don't like it, complain to someone else. I don't give a flying expletive. Man, Karen marched off. I thought it was funny, mostly because she reminded me of a pigeon the way she walked. Karen really defined her name. She got the manager, in this case the head lifeguard. She marched back to me with the lifeguard in tow, yelling and pointing, saying I have to go, screaming that I can't stay for the safety of her children. The lifeguard got to me and asked, what's going on? I said, hey man, she's crazy. I paid my money, had a shower, and now I'm trying to go. Karen said, this guy can't be here, it's not safe for her kids. The lifeguard looked at her like she's crazy and said, It's adult swim. Aren't your kids in school? I laughed. I said, Hey man, did I do anything wrong? No, he replied. I said, Okay, well, I have things to do, but I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for the shower. But holy crap, I didn't think I looked that rough. And no, I'm a bit scruffy, and I just washed all my clothes at the coin laundry, but holy crap, I thought I'd never meet a psycho like that. OP has a system, they're not doing anything wrong here. This person is just being a pretentious jerk. I mean, just the fact that they go homeless person equates child predator. I don't understand the mental gymnastics to reach that point. And plus, she didn't even actually know if this guy was homeless. It was just purely appearances alone. Sorry that somebody has slightly wilder looking hair and beard. Our next story is, Entitled Dad tells me, you'll never be a real boy. I, 18, transgender male, was with my friend. We'll call her B. B and I have been friends for around a year now, and I've been to her, now old, house a couple times. One time I was visiting her, and we were on her porch doing normal teen stuff when her neighbor, around 40, also transgender male, comes out and starts talking to us. 
A normal conversation starts and then he brings up that he's trans. I tell him I honestly couldn't tell and that I'm also trans. A couple minutes go by and I bring up that I'm starting testosterone soon. Entitled Dad says, well, don't. I ask why and he says, you'll never be a real boy, so I put male hormones in your body. I reply with, who are you to tell me what to do with my body? Didn't you get top surgery? Why get your breasts removed if you're a woman? He insults me, mocking me for wearing headphones. I'm autistic and never leave the house without headphones. P has five brothers, so her house gets loud. I break down sobbing and call my dad. I tell him what happened, and we notice Entitled Dad still on his deck. My dad honks and says, Have a nice night, ma'am. I don't understand what Entitled Dad's argument was. Were they gatekeeping being trans? I guess this does truly fit right under Entitled Parents if they truly believe that, or are at least acting out like, they are entitled to being the only one who can be trans. Our next story is, how do I get out of this situation without a family mess? I gotta figure out how to tell my sister I don't want to watch her kids every day. Like, it's ridiculous at this point. Their dad locked them out of his room at 10am and went to sleep, expecting me to just wake up and watch the kids, and then came out and said I got a test, so can you watch them for an hour? And then came back out two hours later while they were playing within my eyesight and said I wasn't watching them right, and then went back to sleep anyway. And my sister got home and now she's mad that her kids made a mess, and I told her, I'm not a maid. I said maybe if y'all would try to spend like even an hour with your kids a day, they'd behave better. And now she's mad, but I've babysitted seven days this week and I work full time and we're roommates, so I can't even just chill, but I pay $700 a month in rent. I mean, honestly, if you keep having to babysit their kids all this time, I would either start trying to find a different roommate situation you could move into, Or I would literally start arguing that your rent needs to be actually decreased a little bit because you're doing so much childcare. Our next story is, what happens when you have zero freaks left to give? So I'm in the process of healing my own codependent behaviors, but my parents are both codependent as well as completely enmeshed and completely in denial that they play any part in me stepping back from the relationship to which they feel they are completely entitled. I've been their Google, tech support, therapist, financial advisor, and general support person for the last 25 years. Laser focused because I'm the only child so all their focus was on me, engineering situations to control their outcome, etc. Expectations that all holidays are spent together, that I would stay within close geographic proximity to them my whole life, that I would be available at the drop of a hat and include them in every aspect of my life. I'm over it. They wore me out. I prioritized them over myself, my husband, and my own life for 20 plus years, and I'm done. They're older and my dad is disabled with Parkinson's, but I am done being their person. I did it for so long that it's just like all my freaks have been used up. I have none left to give. I can't just maintain no contact forever because they keep calling and coming over unannounced. My mom does. Is there any way to make these people see that I'm 50 years old and they need to get their own life? And if they feel it's too late for them to do that, to not expect me to give up my life to care for them? I'd like to have a relationship, but if I give an inch, they'll take 10 miles. If they can't respect you and the boundaries you have, I feel like you have no other choice but to step back. I think at some point it's definitely obvious that you need to take control of your life and live the life you want to live without constantly being in fear of how they will react, how they'll talk about you, walking on eggshells anytime they're around. If you can't be yourself and live the life you want, especially around your own family, what's the point? Our next story is Entitled Parent. 
I'm so mature and not like the other girls because I couldn't go out partying after I had a baby, but you're immature for not partying. My parents have this friend Anna, 50-year-old female, who has basically had issues with me, 23-year-old female, since I was 18. Before I graduated high school, she was on good terms with me and was super nice. But then she started being nasty and judging my life choices. She said that she withdrew her enrollment in college and moved in with her boyfriend because she found out she was pregnant in senior year. She said that all college students drink and sleep around and that going to college isn't real work. She calls college students privileged kids living off their parents, even though she depended on her parents to pay for her kid and couldn't even buy diapers and formula at first. She claims that having kids makes you grow up faster and that she was more mature because I couldn't go out drinking and partying every night like other teenagers. I don't drink and am waiting until marriage, my personal preference, no judgment on people who don't. I'm currently in school to be a special education teacher as I have PTSD and schizophrenia and was in special education for my entire K-12 years. Between working to pay the bills and finishing my classwork, as well as the volunteer work I do, I have no energy to party due to the aforementioned health issues. Clearly everything she would approve of, right? Nope. She overshares a lot of stuff about how she used to sneak her boyfriend in the house while her parents were at work and brags about how she went out partying every night and was so popular. There was one time she said she made comments about being sexually active in high school and laughed and said that I need to have some fun before I settle down. She basically called me an old maid at 18 and said that the fun years of my life were coming to an end and it's all work and responsibilities from here. She claims that if you don't go out partying, you won't grow as a person. She keeps saying that I'm missing out on quintessential teenage experiences. I'm going to end up emotionally stunted and I'm wasting my youth. So are people who don't drink or party stunted, childish losers? Or are they wise and mature? Can't have it both ways. I think you can go and party a lot and have a wild teenage life and be wise and mature after all. Or you can be the kind of person who doesn't go to parties, doesn't really go out very much, and still be wise and mature. Or you can be just like this entitled parent who goes out and parties and has a wild teenage life and then gets so rooted in that moment and in that phase of life that they never really seem to grow up past it and they're so fixated on it for the rest of their life, aka not so wise and mature. Our next story is interactions with my mother, 63-year-old female, make me feel so bad. How should I respond? What should I do? And is there any possibility that she'd ever be happy with our relationship? Little background, my mother had a bad relationship with her parents and has often said she hated her parents or didn't give her the emotional support she would have needed. My grandparents had experienced war, so they, as most of their generation, never talked about their feelings and didn't have the tools or knowledge for emotional education. I think she has a deep emotional trauma of not being seen or heard in her childhood, and I think she experiences the world through the lens of her trauma. I think she has an anxious attachment style. She also experienced physical punishments as a child. She's a good person, smart and kind, successful and enthusiastic about learning new things about the world around her, new languages and cultures. She donates to charity and calls her relatives frequently. She has struggled with some level of depression throughout her life and at least some level of disordered eating. But I think work life and her trauma just get the better of her once she gets home from work. 
My 28-year-old female relationship with my mother has always been bad. I think she had an idea of what kind of a daughter she wished for and desperately wants me to be that person for her. I'm an only child. Ever since I was a child, she has misinterpreted situations as me hating her and starting arguments. Even now, 25 years later, she might bring up me, a 3-year-old, walking in front of her when we were coming back home from the kindergarten as she interpreted that as me being arrogant and, again, hating her. I remember her yelling at me about being just like her mother again and again for years when I didn't give her anger a reaction as a child. When I was younger, I also argued with her and we yelled at each other and I feel ashamed of my behavior. I haven't been the best child. I've been annoying, stubborn, messy, and, in a way, quite independent from a young age. I feel so guilty for not forming the relationship she would have wanted and needed with her when I was younger, and for not working for it now. Instead of working towards improving my relationship with my parents, I used to daydream about starting a new life at somewhere else with another family for years as a primary school student. I was kind of hoping that it would come true and I'd wake up at a different location. I've always felt closer to my friends than my family. I used to feel guilty for being closer to my father until he moved out when I was in primary school. My mother has made comments about my eating habits and my body since I was like 8. She used to tell me I can't eat X or Y because it would make me fat and I'd die of a heart attack or make comments on my body. Due to this, I've developed an ED at 8 years old and felt severely wanting to end things since then. She still makes those comments decades later. So, I've struggled with eating disorders most of my life, and I'm currently in therapy for my ED and severe depression. I'm fine, just saying this to kind of describe how I've reacted to all this and what might affect my mood and interactions with her as well. She doesn't know about those, as she used to worry that if she was a bad mother, I would develop mental health issues and that would be all her fault, as psychology always blames the mother. Her words, not mine, so I could never tell her as she would see this as me being mean towards her. My therapist said that my father leaving when I was at the age when I should have been becoming more independent sort of messed the process, as my father sort of became the one that gained his independence. My parents are still married. I'm not close to my father anymore, since I interpreted him leaving because of I was such a difficult and bad child. Now that I'm an adult, I try to remain calm and act like I'm an adult with her, but her comments make me uncomfortable and anxious, which shows on the outside. I don't want any conflict. It just makes me sad. My body and my skin hurt when I see her. My childhood didn't have any abuse or violence, just physical punishments sometimes, so I don't get where the physical sensation comes from. She interprets this as me hating her and gets provoked by it. I try to be good, and I try to always apologize to her when I make her feel bad, and I try to always remind myself that it's not her, it's her trauma that's talking, and I shouldn't react to it, just comfort her. Most times it's just her being angry at me for the reasons I've already listed, but it just makes me feel physical pain, and like the only way I could ever make her happy would be to end things. I know it's not true. How can I be better? If you can relate to her, what should I tell her? What would she need to hear? We mostly have the deep conversations on WhatsApp nowadays, which is good, as I can have more time to think about what to say to her. I feel like OP's honestly putting way too much of this on their own shoulders. It sounds like OP's taking this upon themselves as their own kind of reclamation project, or as if their mother and what they're going through is something that they have to fix. 
It's not OP's fault. It's not OP's responsibility to fix her. I would just like to see OP kind of shift focus and just work and focus on themselves. I mean, I think the bottom line here is the mother is in some huge need of therapy. I don't think it's something that OP themselves can just correct, especially through WhatsApp messages. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.